We survive on the generosity of people. And as a nonprofit, Heartlight and Parenting Today's Teens exist to meet the needs of parents and teens in a broken world. And I don't have to tell you of all the platforms we've developed through the years to reach more and more people in need. So we count on folks like you to support our work. We help you, and hopefully you can help us. And whether that's a monthly gift, a one-time gift, or donation of anything, we use it all to promote and expand the capacity of the ministry to parents and teens. The pandemic caused us to have to put on our creative caps to come up with ways to raise more funds. And out of that creativity came the VIP events, special events that would include fishing trips and special entertainment and getaway excursions and specialty dinners and unique opportunities. Two things happened from these events. We raised the much needed funds for the ministry and we could spend time with friends and donors and parents and alumni and others that have an interest in our life's work. To find out more about these events and how you can participate in these memorable opportunities, please visit heartlightvip.events. That's www.heartlightvip.events. We would love to see you at one of these special events, knowing that our time together is helping change the lives of families everywhere. Welcome to Parenting Today's Teens, a daily podcast that provides stories, insights, and wisdom to help you as a parent gain a deeper relationship with your teen. On today's episode, Mark Gregson sits down for a conversation with a couple of teens from Heartlight. Heartlight is a residential counseling center started by Mark and his wife, Jan, that creates an arena of change for both teens and parents. Let's hear from a couple of Heartlight's teens today. Kennedy, thanks for being a part of the program today. Tell me a little bit about yourself. I mean, you're at Heartlight. How did you get here? Um, Yes. um, Well... It's a pretty long story, but honestly, I really didn't think that um, I would ever be able to come here. But um, one day when I was in a hospital, my mom just told me about this place. A hospital for? Um, It was a mental hospital. Yeah. A mental hospital for? Um, For trying to end my life. Wow. Yeah. it It was a pretty bad moment, but... She told me about Heartlight, and I was like, yes, wow. <laughs> I want to come here. Okay, back back it up a little bit. What was going on that would cause you to want to end your life? Um, well, I hadn't been getting along with my family very much, and I already had some, like, signs of depression. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't really think that I had it, but now I— can see that I definitely struggled with it. But a you lot. didn't but you didn't know it then though, did you? No, yeah. not yeah. at all. Back to my parents, I was wasn't getting along with them very well and I was kind of like excluding myself from a lot and I was going into my room yeah. and like my parents thought that I was 
not wanting to be around them and stuff like that. And so it kind of led to disagreements. And I was also like doing things at school. Like I was hanging out with people that my parents didn't like. Okay, let, let me back up. So yeah. when you said I, I'd go hang out in my room and they thought that you just didn't like them, when you look back at it, that was really the depression kind of kicking in, wasn't it? Yeah. So it didn't have anything with liking them or not. Mm-mm. It's just that the depression was kind of taken over. Yeah. Wow. And I didn't want to hurt them. Yeah. So I felt like being in my room would have been better than like being out there with them. And just, and, how, and how would you hurt them? Um, like I guess my attitude and like not wanting to talk to them and like I might have said something or like I don't know. Like, wow. It was all wow. like a blur. I couldn't really think straight. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, it was hard. Okay, so it gets to the point and things are building up where you want to take your life. What was the mindset there? Were you just so dark that it, you couldn't function anymore or what? Um, yeah, and I was at a point to where um, me and my parents um, were going through like some arguments and we had just like... I thought we had just broken through and, like, it was good. And then it kind of started again, and I was like, I can't go through all of this again. It was way too much, yeah. It was, like, way over my head, and I was like, I'm I'm not going to do this again. I I can't take it. Yeah. So. And so that's when you said, I think I'm going to end it. Yeah. So how did you choose to do that? What did you do? Um, Well, it all was, like, really fast, like, I was um, supposed to stay home and do senior skip day, and um, I was going to hang out with my boyfriend, and then I got in trouble because he wasn't allowed in the house, and somehow my mom figured out that he was in the house. Mm. And then um, so my mom called me, and she was like, go to school now, and she was angry, and that's kind of what started everything again. So I got to school, and I was crying. I was like, I... I can't start all this over with my parents again. I can't do this again. And so um, I texted my counselor at home, and I told her something like, um, I don't remember, something like tell my parents that it's not their fault. Like I said something kind of vague but like enough to where she knew that there was something up. And then I don't know what I was going to do. I just started walking out of school, and um, I don't know. I think I was just going to do whatever was closest, like if that meant crash my car or if I, I got home yeah. or if I got somewhere, like overdose, I don't know, yeah. something. But the police caught me before I even got to my car. Yeah. So. Okay, so so you <clears> – <throat> wow. You know, and I mean, <laughs> who would have thought? You know, I'm, I'm sitting here looking at you, and you're a – happy girl. And I mean, I know things have changed since that time. Cause how long ago was that? That was like nine, 10 months. Yeah. And so, I mean, you're a completely different person, but yeah. when you look back on it and say, okay, I, were there, were there things that, that mom and dad were doing? Cause we're all trying to learn from mm-hmm. things that have gone wrong. We're trying to learn and go, okay, what, what can we pick up now? so that we don't do what other people have done and end up in the same spot. So were there things that your parents were doing that were pushing you away? Um, yes. Like um, a lot of their rules and stuff, like 
I think just the fact that they didn't understand how I was feeling and like there was miscommunication on both parts. They thought that I was being rebellious and stuff like that. So their rules just got more strict and more um, uptight and they got more like into my business. Like um, they would receive all my text messages and track me and stuff like that. And, like, I could understand completely, like, where they're coming from because they think that I'm going crazy. Yeah. But um, I was actually just, like, getting upset. And I didn't, like, I kind of understood my parents, but I was like, man, they just really don't trust me. And so both of our trusts, like, we didn't trust each other at all. So that kind kind of just pushed me away. away. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I, I think I think a lot of parents get caught in that because no parent wants to be a policeman, mm-hmm. but yet they have to do something, and it's it's well intentioned, mm-hmm. but it's just not working. And that's probably the greatest frustration that any parent feels is I'm trying hardest. We're well intentioned. We're trying to do some good things because they because every book will tell you set rules, set boundaries have good consequences, mm-hmm. you know, but they miss that component of the relationship part of it. I mean, do you feel like it became more important about rules and all those things than it did about a relationship? Yeah. And I don't think I saw any relationship. Like I felt like then my parents were there to feed me, to give me shelter and to discipline me. Yeah. And like that was it. And so there was no relationship. And well, did you feel like you couldn't see it if it was if it was there because you were so dark and depressed? Yeah, that probably yeah. played a lot yeah. into it also. But I feel like one of the keys is like the relationship because whenever you have a friend and you have a relationship, your friends can keep you accountable. Yeah. But you know each other so well that yeah. it's not gonna hurt you. Yeah. Okay, so looking back, what do you wish one thing that your parents would have done different? Um honestly, I think that Heartlight should have happened sooner. Wow. Because they're like all the stuff that has happened has happened for a reason. And I'm so glad it has happened because it's changed all of us so much. Mm. I just wish that we all could have gotten the help that we needed a lot sooner. Do you think so. people just didn't think it was as bad and thought this was kind of normal? Yeah, I almost felt like that was unrealistic and it would have like it doesn't happen to people like me and like. Um, Heartlight is this like magical place that's like just talked about in books, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> I didn't think any of this would ever happen to my family. Yeah. We yeah. almost looked like a perfect little family. Like, But underneath yeah. there was stuff going on. Yeah. Well, you guys getting along okay now? Yes, much better. <laughs> really? And when you, and, and I mean, when they call and talk to you, is it, how is it? It's much better. Like, I actually used my entire 30 minutes to talk to wow. them. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and so when when was the last time you saw them? Um, just over the last break. Yeah. We yeah. take break times here where kids get to go home and spend some time at home. And so that went well? Yeah. Oh, well, good. Yeah. Good, good, good. Well, hopefully we'll get all you guys back on the right road and back in the on the right path. And, and this can be just a bump in the road that you can get on and, mm-hmm. and move to the other side. You love your parents? Yes, I do, very much. You think they love you? Yes, very much. Yeah, I know they do. I know they do. Hey, thanks for being a part of the program. You're welcome.
I'm Mark Gregston, and I hope you'll join me and my good friend Kirk Cameron for a simulcast that will be held February 18th, 2023. The title of the simulcast is Engage, Equipping and Empowering Parents to Raise Teens in a Contrary Culture. Look, we all know that it's tough raising adolescents in a culture that's so different than the way that you and I were raised. So we'll be talking about learning to understand the effects that this culture is having on your teen. We'll talk about maintaining a relationship when everything is working against you. We'll talk about answering the greatest challenges that are facing parents. We'll talk about developing structure and rules in a relational atmosphere and finding hope when you feel hopeless. I tell you this, this five, six hour parenting seminar can change the trajectory of your family. It may be the very thing that'll change its destiny. And I can guarantee you this, you'll walk away with more tools and better tools in your parenting toolbox to be able to engage with your child in such a way that you've been longing for for years. I hope you'll join us February 18th, 2023. And you can find out more about Engage at Engage23.com. That's Engage23.com. Austin, thanks for being a part of the program. Tell me a little bit about your family and then tell me how you were disciplined when, you know, you were 12, 13, 14 years old. Well, my family and I have always had some struggles, but we usually were able to work through it. And then evidently my parents were thinking it got to a rough spot because they started researching through a Christian counselor, like better ways to like discipline us when we did something wrong and and you say do something wrong like lie or get in a argument call a little sister a name yeah yeah, yeah. that kind be of be disobedient or disrespectful yeah. or something yeah so they found this book i don't know the name but they called it the card system so what it is are these little business cards they print out with 15 to 20 minute chores on them that if you, let's say, you lie, you'd get three cards, disrespectful, two cards. And they had this Excel sheet that had the list of all the rules and how many cards you got for each. And how old thing. were you when you started accumulating your card collection? Uh, 13. <laughs> 13, wow. Yeah, I grew up from all the way to 13 with disrespectful. I lost TV privileges for a week yeah, or yeah. lost my Wii game for a week, every yeah. Wii game. But... When this came in, I was like, all right, I'll try it because I don't want to get in more trouble. Yeah, this yeah. looks bad. But basically what it does is that if we do something wrong, we get a card or three cards, we have to be in our rooms with no phones, laptops, TVs, anything. Yeah. And we can come out to do schoolwork, to eat, or to work off cards. But other than that, we don't have any privileges wow. until we work off cards. Wow. And okay, so here let me. I think everybody probably gets the, the gist of it. Yeah. Did it work? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it caused you know, a lot of strife. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I, and I say that. You know, here's here's the my point. I, you know, I think parents struggle with trying to figure out how to discipline kids when something goes wrong. Would you agree? Yes. Yeah, and, and I don't think it's because they're bad parents. I just think they're struggling because most people discipline 
based upon how they were disciplined. And for me, I was never disrespectful to my dad. I was never disobedient. I was never dishonest to him. I couldn't stand him. I didn't like him. I didn't want to be around him. But I did the things that I needed to do to be in his presence. So I never was disciplined. So when I had kids, I started to realize, uh uh-oh, I don't know what to do. And so I think that's where parents become somewhat, um, I don't know, they get a little creative, if you will, you think? Yeah, they can get creative and sometimes it goes well and others not so much. (laughs) Okay, so when it didn't go well, what did you do? How did you respond? Some of the times it would be, all right, I'm just going to shut down, ignore them, forget this. Like, I'm not going to deal with this. I don't, this is making my life miserable. Yeah. And then other times I'd have a moment of clarity and talk to them, but that wasn't often, unfortunately. Yeah. And so it caused a lot of conflict between me and my parents and my siblings and my parents just because we grew up X amount of years with one way and then out of, out of the blue, a whole new punishment system or discipline system. Yeah, yeah. And with all due respect, it's because they're wanting something different and wanting to see something different. Right. What were some of the other things that you had for consequences for, you know, disobedience or dishonesty? Um, I went through a stretch of where I was really, really disrespectful to my dad, and I don't think I was fully aware of it because if I think back, I remember a couple times but not many. But he and my mom evidently thought it was bad enough that my dad decided to have me live lose the privilege of the house and live in a backyard in a tent with a cot for like three months. And so... Three months? Yes. Wow. Well, in what time of the year was it? Luckily, winter in California, so it was comfortable. But wow. But it doesn't ever snow there. Yeah. Especially in Southern California where well, I'm at. Well, if you do that in Texas, I'm sure you get rested because your child would sweat to death. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it is so hot here. Yes. Yeah. But... No, I lived out there, and it didn't solve the problem. It actually made it worse. I just got more and more angry as the days passed and ended up in a scream argument. We're just screaming at each other, like, all different kinds of things. I don't even remember all of it, and I don't really want to. But my dad thought it would work. It didn't. But at that point, I was causing enough trouble that he had to figure something out. Yeah. Okay, so, so I hear your perspective, and I get it, and, and you know, and, and you come to Heartlight, and I'm sure things have changed, and but I, I can I can feel your parents' frustration, trying to do something and not knowing what to do, and trying everything. Can you can you see that any? Can you feel that any? Yeah, I can see it sometimes a lot more since I've come to Heartlight, but I'd see it very rarely at home just because I was so caught up in anger yeah, all the time. Yeah, I mean, that's how I focused. I literally, if I was doing schoolwork and struggling focusing, I thought about something that made me angry because then I focused. Wow. wow. And it was not good for me at all. It okay, wait, a lot I, of issues. I, I want you to say that again. You're doing homework and you couldn't focus. And so... The way I, I grew up and for the last several years before Heartlight was if I couldn't focus or couldn't get something done... If I got angry, then I could focus for some reason. On one thing. Yeah. yeah. And my parents just called it tunnel vision where I just got so focused on something. Yeah. It got me angry. Then I really focused and got it done really well. Wow. But wow. I don't know what or why, 
anger made me focus, but it helped. And yeah. so I tried it for a long time and that didn't end well for me or my family because I was always angry trying yeah, to yeah. just live life. But you, but you know what? I mean, anger has an amazing way of helping you zero in on one particular thing. That's why if my shoe's untied, somebody can focus in on that and get mad and, you know, I mean, right. anger is an amazing drive. Okay, your family has changed. You you guys are all different. How have, how have your parents changed in the way they talk about discipline with you? Well, um, I haven't quite gotten to the whole discipline thing in my counseling yet, but there was one time when we did, right before my first break at Christmas, I was really worried because I didn't want to go back to the whole card system because yeah, yeah. I hated it. And so my counselor was like, I'm going to call your parents. I'm going to verify with them that they won't do that because they now understand really how much this makes you angry and yeah. uncomfortable and just frustrated always. And so on my breaks, I actually haven't had to deal with that, which has been really nice because yeah. then I can actually have the good conversations with them that I need to be having. Yeah. And Do you think sometimes discipline gets in the way of relationships within a family? Yeah, I'd definitely say so because for a long time, me and my dad's relationship was always anger over something, but then brief moments of, like, actual good relationship, but that would only happen during, like, a Boy Scout event or building something or yeah, yeah. going to, to work in my dad's business and working on, like, the semi-trucks in the shop. Yeah, yeah. And so it was only when we actually did stuff together that we weren't angry, so... You know what, and that's an interesting thing that you're saying because I think, I think people think that... Uh, discipline will change people. It's not. It's the time you spend together. It's the things you do together. Whatever, whatever it is. Whether, I'd go do more Boy Scout stuff, man. Do work more on those trucks. Spend more time, you know, building things or doing something together. You love your parents? Yes, definitely. You know they love you? Yes. Well, and that's the good thing in all of it is that if you know that, then you know that everything else is an attempt to help things. It's not to make it worse. And so... As long as everybody knows that, then you're going to get to a good spot. So, yeah. proud of you, man. I'm really proud of you. Thank and you. thanks again for being on the program. I know that people yeah. are going to love hearing you. Hmm. Okay? All right. Thanks, man. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to Parenting Today's Teens. For more information, you can visit parentingtodaysteens.org heartlightministries.org or markgregston.com. Join us back here tomorrow for another great episode. We'll talk to you then.